Good afternoon. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, we are on chapter 11 already um, of Five Runaway Together. Uh, and if you remember yesterday, they got onto the island, but they can't sleep in the little room where they planned to so now oh, what are they going to do they are going to need to find somewhere else to store all their f food and drink and everything else and somewhere to sleep so chapter 11 is called on the old wreck here goes it was quite a shock to have their plans spoilt. They knew there was no other room in the ruined castle that was sufficiently whole to shelter them. <clears throat> and they must find some sort of shelter, for although the weather was fine at the moment, it might rain hard any day, or a storm might blow up. And storms around about Kirin are so very violent, said Julian, remembering one or two. Do you remember the storm that tossed your wreck up from the bottom of the sea, George? Oh, yes, said George and Anne together. And Anne added eagerly, let's go and see the wreck today if we can. I'd love to see if it's still balanced on those rocks as it was last year when we explored it. Well, first, we must make up our minds where we are going to sleep, said Julian firmly. I don't know if you realise it, but it's about three o'clock in the afternoon. We slept for hours on the sand, tired out from our exciting night, I suppose. We really must find some place safe and put our things there at once and make our beds. Well, but where shall we go? said Dick. There's no other place in the old castle. Well, there's the dungeon below, said Anne, shivering, but I don't want to go there. It's so dark and mysterious. Nobody wanted to sleep down in the dungeons. <laughs> Dick frowned and thought hard. What about the wreck, he said. Any chance of living there? Well, we might go and see, said Julian. I don't somehow fancy living on a damp old rotting wreck. But if it's still high on the rocks, maybe the sun will have dried it. And it might be possible to have our beds and stores there. Well, let's go and see now, said George. So they made their way from the ruined castle to the old wall that ran around it. From there, they would be able to see the wreck. It had been cast up the year below, before sorry, and had settled firmly on some rocks. They stood on the wall and looked for the wreck, but it was not where they had expected it. It's moved, said Julian in surprise. There it is, look, on those rocks, nearer to the shore than it was before. Oh, Poor old wreck, it's been battered about a good bit this last winter, hasn't it? It looks much more of a real wreck than it did last summer. Oh, I don't believe we shall be able to sleep there, said Dick. It's dreadfully battered. We might be able to store food there, though. Do you know, I believe we could get to it from those rocks that run out from the island. Yes, I believe we could, said George. We could only reach it safely by boat last summer, but when the tide is down, 
I think we could climb out over the line of rocks right to the wreck itself. We'll try in about an hour, said Julian, feeling excited. The tide will be off the rocks by then. Well, let's go and have a look at the old well, said Dick, and they made their way back to the courtyard of the castle. Here, the summer before, they had found the entrance to the well shaft that ran deep down through the rock, past the dungeons below, lower than the level of the sea, to fresh water. The children looked out for the, uh, looked about for the well and came to the old wooden cover. They drew it back. There are the rungs of the old iron ladder I went down last year, said Dick, peering in. Now, let's find the entrance to the dungeon. The steps down into it are somewhere near here. They found the entrance, but to their surprise, some enormous stones had been pulled across it. Who did that? said George, frowning. We didn't. Someone has been here. Day trippers, I suppose, said Julian. Do you remember that we thought we saw a spire of smoke here the other day? I bet it was day trippers. You know the story of Kirin Island and its old castle and dungeons and the treasure we found in it last year. It was all in the newspapers. I expect one of the fishermen has been making money by taking day trippers and landing them on our island. How dare they, said George, looking very fierce. I shall put up a board that says trespassers will be sent to prison. I won't have strangers on our island. Well, don't worry about the stones pulled across the dungeon entrance, said Julian. I don't think any of us want to go down there. Oh, look at poor old Timmy. He's gazing at those rabbits most unhappily. Isn't he funny? Timothy was sitting down behind the children, looking most mournfully at the ring of rabbits all around the weed-grown courtyard. He looked at the rabbits and then he looked at George and then he looked back at the rabbits. No good, Timmy, said George firmly. I am not going to change my mind about rabbits. You are not to chase them on our island. I expect he thinks you're most unfair to him, said Anne. After all, you said he might share your quarter of the island with you and so he thinks he ought to have his share of your rabbits too. Everyone laughed. Timmy wagged his tail and looked hopefully at George. They all walked across the courtyard and then Julian suddenly came to a stop. Look, he said in surprise, pointing to something on the ground. Look, someone has been here. This is where they built a fire. Everyone gazed at the ground. There was a heap of wood ash there, quite evidently left from a fire. Stamped into the ground was a cigarette end too. There was absolutely no doubt about it. Someone had been on the island. If day trippers come here, I'll set Timmy onto them, cried George in a fury. This is our own place. It doesn't belong to anybody else at all. Timothy, you mustn't chase rabbits here, but you can chase anybody on two legs except us. See? Timmy wagged his tail at once. Woof, he said quite agreeably. He looked all around as if he hoped to see somebody appearing that he could chase. 
but there was no one. I should think the tide... Sorry, I'm yawning now. That's really rude of me. I should think the tide is about off those rocks by now, said Julian. Let's go and see. If it is, we'll climb along them and see if we can get to the wreck. Anne had better not come. She might slip and fall and the sea is raging all round the rocks. Of course I'm coming, cried Anne indignantly. You're just as likely to fall as I am. Well, I'll see if it looks too dangerous, said Julian. They made their way over the castle wall down to the line of big rocks that ran out seawards towards the wreck. Big waves did wash over the rocks occasionally, but it seemed fairly safe. If you keep between me and Dick, you can come, Anne, said Julian, but you must let us help you over difficult parts and not make a fuss. We don't want you to fall in and get washed away. They began to make their way along the line of rugged, slippery rocks. The tide went down even further as they got nearer to the wreck, and soon there was very little danger of being washed off the rocks. It was possible now to get right to the wreck across the rocks, a thing they had not been able to do the summer before. Here we are, said Julian at last, and he put his hand on the side of the old wreck. She was a big ship now that they were near to her. She towered over them, thick with shellfish and seaweed, smelling musty and old. The water washed round the bottom part of her, but the top part was right out of the water, even when the tide was at its highest. She's been thrown about a bit since last winter, said George, looking at her. There are a lot more new holes in her side, aren't there? And part of her old mast is gone, and some of her deck. How can we get up to her? Oh, I've got a rope, said Julian, and he undid a rope that he had wound round his waist. Half a minute, I'll make a loop and see if I can throw it around that post sticking out up there. He threw the rope two or three times, but could not get the loop around the post. George took it from him impatiently. At the first throw, she got it round the post. <laughs> she was very good indeed at things like that. Better than a boy in some things, Anne thought admiringly. She was up the rope like a monkey and soon stood on the sloping, slippery deck. She almost slipped, but caught at a broken piece of deck just in time. Julian helped Anne to go up and then the two boys followed. Oh, it's a horrid smell, isn't it? said Anne, wrinkling up her nose. Do all wrecks smell like this? I don't think I'll go and look down in the cabins like we did last time. The smell would be worse there. So the others left Anne up on the half-rotten deck while they went to explore a bit. They went down to the smelly, seaweed-hung cabins and into the captain's old cabin, the biggest of the lot. It was quite plain that not only could they not sleep here, but they certainly couldn't hope to store anything here either. The whole place was damp and rotten. Julian was half afraid his foot would go through the planking at any moment. Let's go up to the deck, he said. It's nasty down here. Awfully dark too. They were just going up when they heard a shout from Anne. 
Hey, come here, quick, I found something. They hurried up as fast as they could, slipping and sliding on the sloping deck. Anne was standing where they'd left her, her eyes shining brightly. She was pointing to something on the opposite side of the ship. What is it? said George. What's the matter? Look, that wasn't here when we came here before, surely, said Anne, still pointing. The others looked where she pointed. They saw an open locker at the other side of the deck and stuffed into it was a small black trunk. How extraordinary! A little black trunk, said Julian in surprise. No, that wasn't there before. It's not been there long either. It's quite dry and new. Whoever does it belong to? And why should it be here? Ooh, well, I wonder if they'll be able to get into the case and have a look. It's getting mysteriouser and mysteriouser. Or, as Alice in Wonderland says, curiouser and curiouser. (laughs) Anyway, tomorrow, maybe we will find out. I hope so. But until then, make sure you take care and you stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.